Welcome to the Your Health, Your Way podcast, the health podcast for renegades. I'm Martha, a family nurse practitioner and the creator of the website, therenegadenp.com. I have over 10 years of clinical experience helping patients heal their bodies and feel their best. I'm here to share actionable information about integrative health, nutrition, and fitness that can get you started on your journey to optimal wellness. I'm also here to answer your questions and talk with health and wellness experts. Remember that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Today, I am here to share with you some simple steps about how to find a new doctor. Um, Obviously, I'm recording this. If you're watching the video, I'm recording this outside. So if you hear some background noise, that's why. Right now, it is summer in Alaska, and it is a beautiful day. So there's small planes flying all over, and I have no control for my neighbors or the local wildlife. So hopefully, everybody cooperates. So finding a new doctor can be a long and daunting experience. I usually describe this process as... Like dating, you need to find a doctor or healthcare provider who has the skills and expertise that you need, um, but you also need to be able to trust them and find somebody who you feel uh, understands and listens to you. Um, but unfortunately, since you can't invite this potential doctor prospect out for coffee before you commit to them, this means that you have to schedule an appointment and learn as much as you can about them before your visit. Sometimes this means that you spend a lot of time on someone and it still just doesn't work out. So that really isn't very much fun to spend all that time and have them not work out, especially if you're in the middle of trying to figure out what's wrong with you. Like if you're having symptoms or not feeling great, it's really frustrating, but this process is really necessary and very important. According to the American Autoimmune and Related Diseases Association, the average autoimmune patient sees four doctors in a four-year period before they get a diagnosis. So even if what you're dealing with isn't autoimmune, that should give you some perspective on the fact that you might still need to kiss a few toads before you find your prince. There are many reasons why you might want to find a new doctor. Some of the most common reasons that I hear as a nurse practitioner are that your current doctor isn't listening to what you say. Um, They dismiss your symptoms and tell you that you're depressed or that you have anxiety, or they blame everything that you're experiencing on being overweight or underweight or something related to something that has nothing to do with all of this. So sometimes it also just doesn't feel like a good fit for no obvious reason, and that's okay too. You don't really need a solid reason to find a new doctor. If you just don't feel like it's working out, that is perfectly acceptable. And then the other thing is, have you ever stopped to consider how your doctor actually became your doctor? There are a lot of different ways that people choose their doctor, but something that I'm really surprised about often is how many people are unhappy with their choice. When I ask patients why they stuck with their previous provider for so long, um, if they were unhappy with them, the most common answer I get is that they just didn't have the energy to put into finding a new one. So my goal is to make that easier for you with some expert insider tips here. So step number one to finding a new doctor is to know exactly what you want, but accept that you may not get everything that you want. So before you go out and search for your new doctor, it's important to understand exactly what you do and don't want and what qualifies as a good doctor in your mind, Um, because what feels like a good fit for you might not be a good fit for somebody else. Do you want someone who's just going to write you a prescription for your complaints? Do you prefer someone who will actually work with you on diet and lifestyle modifications before considering medications? Do you want a doctor who has the time to listen to you um, and have a discussion about what's going on for 30 minutes? Or do you want to just be in and out as fast as possible? 
One important thing to note is that if you are looking for a specialist or a surgeon instead of a primary care provider, you want the best possible option you can find no matter what your preferences are. When I worked in the hospital, I worked with a lot of surgeons and I would absolutely pick the most skilled surgeon regardless of what their bedside manner was like or how long I had to wait in the waiting room before seeing them if they were always behind schedule. And finding a surgeon can be tricky. You'll want to know their qualifications. That's really important, specifically what their board certifications are. If they've completed any specialized training in the area related to your surgery, you can typically find that information on the clinic website or the hospital website um, where they do surgery. It's also important to know how many times they've done the procedure. Maybe you don't get exact numbers, but have they done it 15 times? Have they done it a thousand times? And you also want to know what their infection rates are. And then it's important to know the infection rates at the facility where you're going to have your surgery as well, um, because that does play a role in, um, in well, your care. But also some surgeons have infection, the infection rate is more related to the hospital and less to the surgeon, which is very nuanced concept, but it's important to just know those things and be comfortable with them. So step number two is to determine what kind of doctor or other healthcare provider you actually need. I use the term doctor in this um, kind of interchangeably with other healthcare providers, just because everybody understands what I mean when I say doctor. So when I say doctor, I mean healthcare practitioner. So there are a lot of different specialists out there who treat similar symptoms. So if your problem is back pain, for example, do you need to see a primary care physician? Do you need to see an orthopedic surgeon? Do you need to see a rheumatologist or maybe a pain management doctor? The answer to this question depends on what's causing your pain, which may not always be obvious to you if it's a new problem or if it's not obviously related to an injury. So going from specialist to specialist can be really expensive. So if you aren't sure what kind of doctor specializes in treating your condition, or if you don't have a diagnosis yet, start with your primary care doctor first. And if you don't have a primary care doctor, then you should find one. If your complaints are less specific or you are looking for someone to become your primary care doctor, it's important to be aware of the different kinds of healthcare practitioner besides doctors that might better suit your needs or preferences. So for example, there are nurse practitioners, which is what I am, physician's assistants, naturopathic doctors, registered dietitians, physical therapists, and a whole host of other providers. I wrote an entire article about how to build your personal healthcare team that can help you figure out which of these providers is right for you. And you can find that link in the show notes, or if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll find it linked below the video. So step number three is to ask for recommendations. If you're looking for a healthcare provider in your area, ask your friends nearby um, who they see and what they think about them. This step can be trickier if you're looking for a specialist, as it's harder to know what kind of specialized medical care your friends might be getting. Um, But this method works really well for general or primary care providers. If you're looking for a specialist and you do have a primary care provider already, ask your doctor who they like um, or who they would recommend you see for a specific issue and they should be able to make a good recommendation for you. For me and my patients, I don't have a prefer- if I don't have a preferred option for a specialist, I have a lot of friends who work in the medical field and I can reach out to them for suggestions as well. This is one of the reasons why it's important to have a good relationship with your doctor. When you need care outside your office or outside their office, you'll if you can ask them for recommendations and you'll know that you can trust that if you have a good relationship with them. So step number four is to do a Google search. The easiest way to start your search is by searching for doctors near me or the type of doctor plus your city. So like functional medical doctor plus Seattle or primary care doctor plus Dallas. Um, And as you're looking through the results, some of the things that you'll want to consider when you're 
trying to decide who to look at is their office location, the education and background of the provider, specialty areas or areas of interest that they might have, um, any languages that they speak, if that's important to you, how many years they've been in practice, their gender, maybe that's important to you. I know um, some women's women prefer female women's health providers um, or just female, female providers in general. And same thing for some men, they prefer male providers. Um, the type of insurance that they accept, are they actually accepting new patients? Um, and that may be de- dependent on your insurance if you're in the United States. And then for surgeons or specialists, um, you'll want to know their hospital affiliations. That may be, again, important depending on your insurance. So while I don't typically recommend using website review websites for doctors like healthgrades.com as a way to find a new doctor, I do suggest that you do a quick review a quick search for reviews um, to find any potential problems. Most of these rating websites just don't have enough data or reviews to make a good decision. So a 4.6 star rating based on three reviews really isn't that helpful. But reading some of the negative comments can give you some insight into how the office is run maybe or any um, information about the provider. Again, keep in mind that these should be taken with a grain of salt as you might be missing greater context. If you've read reviews on anything, um, especially restaurants, some people just, you can't make them happy. So it's important to understand that you might be missing out on some of the context, Um, but it could also alert you to some potential problems with the provider just by scanning through them. So they're not something that I would use to make or break a decision. It is a good piece of information to add to the bigger picture and just kind of have um, if you need to like make a decision between two different practices or two different doctors. Most medical practices these days do have websites as well, and while website design is incredibly important, know that not every practice has the time and resources to build a good website. I know of some really amazing providers who have terrible websites and some not-so-great providers with beautiful websites, so as much as I would love to tell you to just call the offices who have pretty websites, this is not a situation where judging a book by its cover is a good strategy. If you know that you're looking for a holistic alternative or functional medicine provider, I do recommend searching. Um, There's two websites, so the Institute for Functional Medicine and the Paleo Physicians Network, and I will put links to those in the show notes or below the video if you're watching this on YouTube. Step number five is to do an Instagram search or other social media if you don't use Instagram. But one of the most common questions that I get asked is, how do I find someone like you in whatever city this person is asking from? I don't have a lot of connections to healthcare providers outside of Anchorage, Alaska, but I have gotten to know quite a few of them through Instagram. So depending on the type of provider that you're looking for, you may be able to do a hashtag search on Instagram and find people near you. Search for things like hashtag functional medicine or root cause or holistic health, or even a hashtag for the specific condition or symptom that you're experiencing. Unfortunately, you can't filter these results based on location. So this isn't really a quick process. This is maybe something you want to do while you're sitting down to watch TV or waiting for something um, and you can't really do anything else, but you have your phone with you. Um, But it's definitely a good way to get to know someone's personality before you decide that you want to schedule an appointment with them or not. Plus, a lot of people can work with you virtually these days, depending on where you are or where they are. So it might not matter that they're not close to you. They also may have recommendations for people in other cities. You can also search any of the people that you found during your Google search on social media and see if they have a presence there. So another good social media strategy to find a new doctor is if you do um, 
follow any healthcare providers on social media, see who they follow or who follows them. And sometimes you can find some really good options nearby um, that way, which again can be pretty hit or miss depending on what kind of accounts you follow and where they're located. If a potential doctor match does have a social media presence, this is a good place to determine if they have any specialty areas that they really like talking about. Are they constantly ranting about things on social media and feel really confrontational? Or are they using this platform to educate? Do they have any interests outside of their job that you are also interested in? So for example, for me, it's important that I have a provider who understands that an active lifestyle is important. So many years ago when I was struggling really badly with fatigue, I was told by one too many providers that if I was tired, I should just stop running. However, running and being outside is incredibly important to me. And I knew that something else was going on. So I didn't really trust their opinion anymore. So it wasn't until I found a provider who really listened to me and we figured out what was going on that um, I really felt like this provider, I really felt like they understood what I wanted. Everyone else just heard that I needed a nap after running three miles. Not that it was abnormal for me to to feel that way um, and something wasn't right. So it's important to find somebody who has sort of the same values or values similar things to you um, if that's something that will make a difference in how you receive care. Social media is also a good place to see how they interact with other people in the comments of their posts. Do they interact with other people in the comments of their posts? And just kind of get a good feel for their personality. I get a lot of people who feel like they know me from my social media account. So step number six, which is the last step, is to make an appointment. After you've found one or two doctors or nurse practitioners or whatever kind of provider you're looking for um, who meet your criteria, it's time to schedule an appointment. There's no other way to figure out if you want to have a long-term relationship with this person and trust them with your health other than to go see them. You just have to make the time and you have to make an appointment and understand that it may not work out, but you um, you need to invest that time to, to see them face-to-face and get to know them a little bit and how they care for you. As you're making an appointment, um, be sure to make pay attention to the way that the staff who answers the phone interact with you. If you have to leave a message, how quickly do they get back to you? Are they able to answer your questions or do they direct you to where you can get the information that you're asking for? While these are not direct markers of how you will get along with your new doctor or provider, the way the office staff treats patients is often a good indicator of how they get along with the doctors in the office. So staff who are respected by their providers tend to go above and beyond to provide a good experience for patients. And that's just something that I've found from working with people in an office setting. So your first visit with your new doctor, um, I have a little cheat sheet that you can download. It's linked below this video, or if you're listening to this as a podcast, it's in the show notes. You can get a list of what to bring with you to your first appointment, as well as what questions you should ask your new doctor at your first appointment. This guide is based on my 11 plus years in practice and what I should have asked my doctors when I was looking for a new one and what I wish my patients would ask me when I meet them for the first time. If you have medical records for them to review, um, find out how you can submit those ahead of time because they need to look over them before your appointment. On more than one occasion, I've been handed a giant stack of past medical history for a patient as I'm walking into the exam room and because because the patient brought it with them um, to their appointment rather than sending it ahead. And both you, the patient, and the provider will have a more productive appointment and a better experience if the provider can review those ahead of time, then they really have an understanding of what's going on with you. It's totally up to you whether or not you share why you're switching doctors with your new doctors. 
If you do share that information, be sure to do it in a respectful manner as you're providing information about your expectations for this relationship with your new doctor. So it's important to make sure that that's respectful and that you um, aren't making them feel uncomfortable by saying bad things about the previous provider that you saw. But it's okay. It's also okay to be honest. And again, you don't have to do that. So how do you know if they're the right fit? It is really hard to explain how to know if you find the right doctor because so much of this decision is based on how well they meet your specific requirements and kind of what your gut tells you about their personality or how you guys get along. So you probably won't find one that meets all of your criteria, but be sure to understand what's what on your list, that list that you made, what's important and what's a nice to have, but what the things that are not going to make or break the relationship. So that's, it's important to have kind of categories as far as these are things that I absolutely have to have. And these are things that would be nice to have, but aren't critical and aren't necessarily going to make me say, no, this isn't a good fit for me. So if your new doctor didn't meet your expectations or you don't feel like it's a good fit, you have to keep looking. This process can be really long and frustrating, but chances are if you're looking for a new doctor, you already understand how frustrating it is to have one that isn't meeting your needs or isn't listening to you. In the end, all we have is our health. So it's absolutely worth the time and effort it takes to find a doctor who you trust and who will actually help you. Remember also that if you don't feel like that your needs are being met or you're not being heard, you have every right to find a new doctor. And you don't have to share that information with your old doctor. You don't have to say, I'm going to find a new doctor. It might feel like you're um, at the mercy of your healthcare provider to, to give you help, but in reality, you are hiring them for their expertise. So I use the analogy that if you had a plumber who did a bad job or an electrician that wired something incorrectly and set your house on fire, would you continue to use them? Like it's not really all that different. So why should it be any different when you are hiring someone to help you with your health? So I hope that those uh, tips were, or those steps were helpful and that you have good luck finding a new doctor if you need one and it, just keep at it. It's a, it's a frustrating process. Most of the time um, I understand that and it does take time, but my hope is that the information that I provide you helps make that process a little less daunting and scary and it makes it a little bit easier. So if you are listening to this as a podcast, I would love it if you would leave a rating and review. If you're watching this on YouTube, um, like the video, subscribe. I'm going to be doing more videos. Let me know what questions you have about this process or what's worked well for you and what hasn't worked well for you. I'd love some feedback um, to kind of know where you're struggling or what, um, what has been really successful for you. 